0: How are we doing, Jets fans? I'm Glenn Norton with Jet Nation Radio and JetNation.com. Be sure to log into JetNation.com to join and become a part of what is the most active Jets message board on the web. We've got a very special guest joining us today for a very specific reason. Um, we'll cover that and more during this uh, this sit down. And joining me today, former New York Jets offensive tackle Jason Fabini. Uh, Fabini, of course, drafted by Bill Parcells and the Jets back in 1998. And had a, a nice sustained run of success with the team from '98 to 2005. And uh, Jason, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, I'm doing well. How about you, Glenn?
0: Uh, I'm doing good. You know, feeling good about this this Jets team stringing together a couple of wins early in the season because it's it's been a while. Um, you know, keeping it all perspective. They've you know they they have a they, they caught a little bit of a break last week with the with the Bridgewater situation. But even with that being said, they still they still put 40 points on the board. So uh still I was going to say a they
1: pour, they poured it on without a doubt.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that, that's what you're looking for. And, you know, I, I, I'm i not going to lie. I said during that game, you know, you felt like they should have, at least I felt like they should have run away with it earlier. And I, it, was one of, it was one of those games where you get nervous and you think, you, you know, you're better than this team, but you're letting them hang around and that's when bad things happen, but the jets got it together and ran away with it.
1: Yeah. You know, it was a, I, I watched some of the game, uh, I live in Indiana now, but I watched some of the I watched some of the game, and it was good. The offense looked great. Uh, Zach Wilson, he did a great job. He's, you know, I was kind of interested to see how he was going to play just coming back and having so much time off, but he's done well since he's been back.
0: Yeah, he has. He's, you know, he's protected the ball, which is such a big part of it. You know, you're you're looking for that next step where where you see more big throws and and things like that. But I think they're working him in slowly. Uh, we saw him clean up the short stuff last week, which is when. when was an issue last year, and then again last week. He, or the, his first start, he missed a couple of them, but he was accurate on the swings and screens. They were pretty conservative offensively, and of course we saw what Brees Hall did while while running behind an offensive line that featured Elijah Vera Tucker, the second year man out of USC, who played right tackle not just for the first time as a pro, but for his first time ever. And this, of course, as you know, on the heels of Tucker pl- Vera Tucker playing left tackle the week before. Uh, something he did do in college, but this season, even though the Jets said he had been working his way up to it, um, I don't know how many fans um, caught the part where Robert Sala said he didn't actually take any reps in practice. Um, I think he just worked on his footwork and his sets and things like that after practice. So really, no live reps at left tackle, plays a fantastic game, moves over to right tackle where he's never played in his life and plays an even better game. And this, after starting the season at right guard, having played left last year. So, Jason, really, when I was sitting down and thinking about how, you know, who could I reach out to to discuss Elijah Vera Tucker, to me you were the obvious choice because for those, you know, who remember your career with the Jets, you, of course, after being drafted out of Cincinnati, um, you started your first season from from day one at right tackle for a couple seasons under Bill Parcells. Then you move over to the left side and you played a, a, a long chunk there for the rest of your time with the Jets. And then later in your career with the Redskins, you did play some guard. So while you may yeah, not have been but... hopping from spot to spot week to week, um, I was I was curious. You know what what is what is your opinion in terms of what Elijah Vera Tucker is doing right now? And I- I've heard some other former offensive linemen try to put into words how difficult it is to make that switch from one side of the line to the other. Um, w- what analogy could you give? What what in terms of how difficult you found it? Was it, Uh, was it, did it take longer than you expected? Or what, what's your take on, on these swapping positions the way Vera Tucker has?
1: Well, well, I think what's impressive about it is doing it, you know, uh, week to week. You know, I think sometimes you have, some guys might have an off season. That, you know, you're going from right tackle to left tackle and you have, you know, an off season to work on it, but, but to actually do it week to week to week is pretty impressive. And it's, uh, you know, it, it it's difficult because you're used to doing something, you have the memory motion or. You're on the right side to getting in the right-handed stance and, you know, kick, kick, you know, when you're pass protecting, kick sliding with one foot. So it is definitely, it's difficult and it's it pretty impressive what this young man has done, without a doubt.
0: Yeah, and I think that, you know, there, there, there's there been some talk, you know, from, from fans who saw, who, who have seen how much they've had to shuffle the line because of injuries this year, that maybe that lineup they sent out there last week becomes the regular lineup because Nate Herbig, did a nice job at guard and you kind of you, you want to you know keep those edges safe for Zach Wilson and I guess the Jets will just have to see moving forward you know what lineup they go with they've joked about Barrett Tucker maybe playing center at some point so he can say he played all <laughs> <Why five>. not? <laughs> but yeah I think well yeah you seen- know you,
1: you need chemistry and I think sometimes it, you know it takes some guys moving around to get that right chemistry and when, when you have it I think you have to go with it you have to run with it and see where it will take you. And it's great to—they've got some guys that can be versatile and play. You know, he can play left tackle, right tackle, right guard, left guard. So I think that's that's key too. Is when you have some guys that can interchange. If you know, there's always injuries, so you got to be flexible.
0: Yeah, I think that the first thing that comes to mind when you say that, thinking of your time with the team, was. Um... The the year they the the Jets made that sort of last-minute training camp addition and picked up Pete Kendall, who had played some center, played yeah. a couple of guard spots, and he came in for you guys. And, right, I mean, from game one, you know, you guys, Curtis Martin came out and, I, I forget, ran for like 150, 160. With you, Kevin Mowai, Pete Kendall, like that was a really good yeah. line. And adding Kendall during camp turned out to be a, a real boon for that team. um And that, I mean, that was one of Curtis Martin's best seasons. It was fantastic um
1: yeah you know pete Pete was a good player i me and him played together in uh dc with the uh redskins if i can still call him that but uh yeah he pete was a great player he was smart he, he uh played a long time was good at it
0: yeah he pete kendall was actually one of the first guys i interviewed years ago when i took this uh this spot with jet nation and covering them because he, he was he was a fun guy to watch and he was uh you know of course there was the you may have been gone by then i think you may have been gone when the when the when mangini took over and uh and they 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 had that that ugly training camp where they relegated Pete Kendall to the dorms because he you know he had the nerve to ask for a pay raise or something like that. It was it was wild. It was it was a very jetty moment. Um,
1: yeah, you know, I I kind of kept and I, I watched it because I was you know me and Pete were friends. I it was funny. I think you know Pete he he could be uh Pete 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 can throw some zingers out there. I, he he was uh he's good good man. Yeah, I, st-
0: I still remember a great line from him when uh. You know, he was trying to keep it light in the media and they asked him about because uh, they, they put him in the rookie dorms, I believe. And they asked him about <laughs> practice that day. He said it was a great day. They let him practice with the varsity. Um, <laughs> um, oh,
1: that's I love it.
0: Yeah, I just I always remember that line. I just uh, he, he really had that that great sense of humor. Um, but funny, having mentioned that, you know, that I, I interviewed Kendall, it, it, it reminded me that um, looking at, you know, your name, you know, being an old lineman from the late 90s. Um, your name comes up a lot for me when I when I talk to other Jets fans about this team's draft history because it's been so bad. Um, I think that for for me, given given the length of time you spent with the team, the, the run of success that they had, um, you know, won multiple playoff games, had a couple of deep playoff runs. Um, yeah, Close. You know, where you played, I I've I've always said that at least at my time as a fan, you were probably one of the best value picks. Of the last 20, 30 years being, you know, fourth round, 111 overall, and you end up being a starting left tackle on some really good teams. And um, I took a look and you were actually, I don't know if you even knew this. um, You were only one of four players. This is such a bizarre stat and just goes to show how bad the Jets have been at drafting for so long. Um, From 95 to 99, the Jets drafted 45 players. Of those 45, only four of them saw a second contract. Um, And those players were you marcus coleman ray mickens and jason ferguson and actually by having you on ferguson's the only guy we haven't had on at some point um but yeah you, i mean again fourth round 111 overall uh stellar player at both tackle spots um you, the jets haven't done better than that at a lot of spots but you of course coming out of cincinnati where the jets have another player who went a little bit earlier than you did and uh <laughs> sauce gardner awesome sauce. Um, how much I mean- is
1: the talk of the town, man. He's, uh, he's got a little swagger. I like it. I, you know, I went to the Cleveland game. I took my son over to the Cleveland game and my son got a picture with sauce before the game. He was all jacked up. Cause he's a, he's a big Bearcat fan mm-hmm. obviously. Cause I went there and, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I don't know sauce. I, uh, just met him briefly before the game, but, uh, I think he's going to be a, a great player for, uh, for a long time. Seems like a great kid. Uh, Seems like he works hard and uh, he's got a little, I like it. He's got a little swagger about him.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think he's um, at this point, I look at him and it's almost like a, like a too good to be true pick. Like he's been a hit from the, from the second he stepped on the field. As you say, he's got that swagger, but he's not a, you know, he he seems to have a good combination of like, like confidence, but he's not too over the top. Um, and yeah. that's, he, he's been a lot of fun to watch early on. I mean, like I said, when you get these, you know, as your old coach Bill Parcells used to say, you know, if they don't bite his pups, they're probably never going to bite. And he's he's been <laughs> a, a lot of these, a lot of these rookies, you know, uh, a lot of these guys from the last two draft classes have really come on, stepped on the field, and and started playing at a high level right away. Um, so Sauce has been exciting. DJ Reed, of course, on the other side, they've had a lot of success there. But as far as this, uh, the the situation for the Jets, you know, being down so many tackles. Um, you know, you losing four or five guys this early on is yeah. as 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 unfortunate as their uh, their injury situation has been in recent years. I don't remember a year where they had to start this many tackles this quickly. Um, if you're the Jets, you know what are you thinking in terms of the future? With you know how how much can you rely on a guy like Makai Beckton at this point, who's been you know I I've been a big Makai fan. I've, I've defended the guy. I think this this injury he had it's sort of. Not the same injury, but it's it's a result of the initial injury that that came from a guy falling on him. Um, I think it's really unfortunate for him. But but what what are your thoughts on a guy like Becton in terms of his sheer ability? And and if you're if you know you're king for a day, how much stock are you putting in in him being able to return at full strength?
1: Well, you know, I, I think uh, unfortunately some guys are just. You know, you don't say injury prone, but it's, sometimes it's just bad luck or whatever. I think I think talent is there. I just don't know if uh, if he'll ever be able to fulfill, you know, the talent that he has. And so what do you do? I don't know. I think, you know, if you look at the teams, you know, you really look at the teams that go far, I think, you know, well, number one, you got to have, a you know, it's all, it's, it's a quarterback driven league. So I think quarterbacks there, but you also have to have the line. I think if you look at that you have to have the line. If you look at the Chiefs, you know, uh they had to rebuild their whole offensive line. They they you know, they got they got exposed. So I think you know, I I think drafting guys, I don't think you have to draft line, linemen necessarily in the first round. I think you can get, you know, good guys in the second, third and fourth round that can come in and play right away.
0: Yeah, and Joe Douglas obviously he's been sort of he has spent, you know, a lot of premium there with with avt with makai becton but i I think to your to your point you know how many times can you go to the use your first rounders on on the o-line especially now you know with the darnold and 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 jamal adams draft picks used up you don't have those multiple ones like you did the last couple of years so i think it's something that has to be addressed i think it could you know anything's possible it could be earlier in the draft but um but yeah i i think that with becton you can you, you can hope and cross your fingers and all that but i don't think you can go into the season expecting him to uh to to do a whole lot and you know the George Fant injury complicates things cuz there's another guy now in terms of to resign him but um but before you go Jason just just quick uh what, what's your your overview you know uh for this team big picture wise like the direction they're heading the way the young guys are coming along um you know w- w- what are your your general thoughts if someone who hadn't been keeping up with the league said to you Jason you know, what's going on with the jets right now, overall, what would, what would your thoughts be?
1: Well, you know, I, I think it's, I think, you know, to be honest with you, it's a, I think it's a kind of a surprise They're they're three and two. And, uh, you know, I think they're, they're trending in the right direction. I think the coach has a lot to do with that. I think he's, 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 he's a good coach and it's going to take a while, but I think they've got a young core of players and I think, I think the future's bright. I do. And I think, you know, they got, it's going to be a test They' They got Buffalo in a couple of weeks to see where they're at. But uh, I, I really do like the team. I think they're young. They're, uh, they got a little swagger. I think they're getting a little swagger back. And I think, uh, I think it's going to be a good year. I really do. All right, Jason. Well,
0: like I said, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate you coming on. Uh, as I said, thought you'd be the ideal guy to reach out to, given what's going on with the team right now. And, uh, and a pleasure to talk to you. You know, you're a guy. I've watched your whole career when I was a, a much younger man. And, uh, you know, very good player for this team for, for a long time. And, you know, you were part of that 41 nothing playoff win against the Colts and some other playoff. wins, Yeah. Some other, some other playoff wins against some quality teams. So, uh, some fond memories there. So thanks a lot, Jason.
1: Hey, I really appreciate you having me on. All right. Take care. Yep. And that'll do it
0: for us folks. Uh, this, uh, just, Special one-off for Jet Nation Radio. We will be live tonight. Uh, we'll discuss this interview a little bit then as well with Dylan Terriman when we are live at 7.30, uh, Jet Nation Radio. Uh, sorry, 6.30, 6.30 p.m., Jet Nation Live, myself and Dylan Terriman. And we'll talk a little bit about the Miami win, about the upcoming game against Green Bay. And that'll do it for now. Take care, Jets fans.